Hello, hello. We have been on hiatus. We were taking vacations, long, long, long vacations, <laughs> but we're back now and we haven't forgotten about this wacky teacherpreneurs tell all audience. We appreciate you listening. We know we're getting some downloads, so we love it. And um, thanks for continuing to follow us and listen to our wackiness. So today we are starting a new series all about productivity. And we thought that the best topic to start with when it comes to productivity is how to plan an entire year. And so both of us are going to spend a little bit of time talking about our process for how we've planned 2023. But, uh, you know, remember, we are wacky and whimsical and weird and very, very far from perfect. So we're going to talk about some, you know, issues we've had in the past with planning an entire year. And um, and so I hope that you'll stick around and listen to our experiences trying to attempt to do this and uh, and our our plans for this coming year. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. Okay, Amanda. So we were having a chat a couple weeks ago and you had mentioned how you planned your whole year out. And I was like, whoa, it really blew my mind because I've made long-term goals that I didn't know how long they would take me to achieve. I thought, you know, when I wanted to move to Las Vegas, I was living in a tiny little town. I had this dilapidated house. I didn't know how I was going to get here. And so I had an idea of a timeline, like maybe one, maybe two, maybe three years to achieving my goals. But I've never really planned out my year in a business sense. And I was thinking maybe you did that because I see you as a bit of a full-time entrepreneur now since you're out of the classroom. I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a full-time entrepreneur uh, because my daughter is home with me. She's eight years old and I am homeschooling her and she is a flipping handful. My goodness. Um, and she's an only child. So she demands a lot of attention and we just got a puppy. Uh, so yeah, I, so, and the reason that I, felt I needed to plan my entire year is because I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. I'm actually in the process of going to see a psychiatrist <laughs> to see if maybe I've had ADHD my whole life. Um, I'm pretty sure I do. And it runs in my family. But again, I haven't been formally diagnosed. And I'm telling all because that's what our podcast is about, right? So 
I, uh, I am highly, highly productive, but I'm also highly, highly scattered and balancing homeschooling my daughter, taking care of my daughter, taking care of our household, trying to grow my business because I've lost income from not teaching. I've lost a lot of income. My business did not make as much as I made teaching. And in California, I worked at a really high paying district. And so it's, we've lost a lot of money. And so I really need to make this business grow uh, to replace my teaching income. And so just balancing it all, I really needed to get my head on straight. Cause like when I was teaching full time, it was more of a side hustle and I did things when I could, you know, it was like, and I would make these huge grand goals, but not be able to follow through with them. And that was really frustrating. So instead of making goals, which my, I mean, my goal ultimately is to replace my teaching salary to increase my income. I mean, that is my goal. I want to make a specific amount of money every month through my business. And so uh, and I and I have multiple streams of income, and there's many places that I can put my energy. And when you when wherever you put your energy, that's what's gonna grow, right? And so I needed to, and I seriously have cried about this, like, where do I put my energy? Because I can't do it all. And so basically what I've done, I kind of I've definitely followed a lot of people. And taking courses on these things. For example, I'm in um, Jenna Kutcher's, um, I can't even remember the name of her. It's like content. It's the content. She has a content course, like content creators course. Um, And I even, I took um, Michael Hyatt's course last year. Michael Hyatt's the guy that does the full focus planners actually, do you want to see all my full focus planners? Yeah, let's see. This is honestly the only planner that I've ever actually used consistently was Michael Hyatt's full focus planner. Called full focus planner. Yeah. You can't see it because of my background. Why are there so many of them? Because there's one, you, you, you sign up and you get one a quarter. So you plan quarterly. Uh, I, I'm not currently using these anymore though. So here's what I did. You want to hear it? Here, here it comes. So basically I decided what am I going to focus on? Because I've done webinars before I have my teachers pay teachers store. I have a WooCommerce store on my website. I have my podcast. I have my blog. I'm sure there's other things. There's social media. There's like Facebook group. Instagram. I mean, there's so many different things, right. That I, that I could choose from to focus on YouTube channel, uh, TikTok. I can't do it all. And so what I decided was, okay, what do you want to focus on this year? Because you seriously can't do all of that. Like I only, you ask me how many days, how many hours I work on my business a day. It's, two to three. So I only have two to three hours that I can actually work. um, If I follow my daily schedule, which is very challenging. So I've created a daily schedule for myself in in a Google sheet. 
And I've tweaked it so much. As I go, I keep tweaking it to make it work for me. And I try and follow it and pull it up every day. Um, And it's really helped me because throughout the day, because I'm so scattered and I'm pretty sure I have ADHD, I very much get caught up in like just kind of doing a lot of different things like, oh, I'm going to spend time with Aria right now. I'm going to homeschool her right now. Oh, I got to go do the dishes. Oh, I got to go take the puppy on a walk. And I'm just like all over the place. Oh, I have like 15 minutes. I'm going to go, um, you know, start writing a blog post. It's insane. That's insanity. And so I was like, okay, I need to figure out my schedule. And so most of the day I'm spending with my daughter and my puppy and my husband and I have put all the household stuff. This is daily planning to this, to Sunday. And my husband's like, you got to let things go. You got to quit sweeping the floor and quit doing the dishes three times a day and doing laundry randomly, like just let it all go until Sunday. And so that's kind of what we decided. This is a daily thing, right? And then when he gets home, we have a little time together and then I get to go to my office and work for two to three hours. And that's, he takes care of everything. He takes care of Aria, the puppy, the house while I'm working. And so like, I have this time where I get to go to work, quote unquote, and that's the focus time. I struggle with this, but anyways, so that's daily. Um, For my year, I've decided to focus on blog, my blog and my podcast because my goal is to increase my passive income. So I used to have a membership and that was very high touch, right? Like lots of high touch with customers and, you know, Zoom meetings and emailing people and like doing webinars really is high touch. You're you're really in it with your customer. And my goal this year is to increase my passive income. So And so in order to do that, I'm focusing on SEO. So like keywords, uh, using keywords in my blog post to rank on Google. And so that's my marketing strategy to rank on Google and my podcast, right? So when I, podcasting is kind of a form of social media and so is a blog. So I'm really not doing Instagram. I'm not doing Facebook. I'm not doing TikTok unless I feel like it and it sounds fun in the moments <laughs> where I have time. So my focus is to increase my passive income through my blog and my podcast. Uh, and then also just have fun with you on the Wacky Teacherpreneurs podcast for future, you know, income through courses we create together. But that's kind of like if I have time. So that's another thing that's kind of if I have time. Uh, And so I created a a daily schedule in Google Sheets. And then I also created a batch planning schedule uh, for the month. And so I have, and I also have a sheet of all the ideas for blog posts and podcasts. And I right now with the help of chat sheet, she chat GPT, I have, I don't even know, like a hundred ideas for blog posts (laughs) related to my niche. And so I have that, that I can pull from. 
And also all the saved posts in Facebook groups of people like, how do I deal with this? Those are good ideas for blog posts. So I use that um, to, and then I, so I write my blog posts for the first week of the month. I'm just writing blog posts and I have to focus on that. Nothing else. Don't do anything else, Amanda. All you're doing is writing blog posts for the first week. The second week of the month, all I'm doing is recording the podcasts that go with that those blog posts, formatting the blog posts, creating the images for those blog posts. And then the last two weeks of the month, I can do whatever that if I want. Is that okay if I say that? So um, I can work on courses or new products or, you know, just whatever. And so this has actually worked really, really well uh, for January. I got four blog posts um, written and recorded and ready to put out. And Sundays I do email. So I always email my list. And it works for me to just sit down on Sunday and just write the email for that week. I know a lot of people batch emails. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's my year. Like I have all my blog posts planned for the year. I plan to try and get one out every week. I'm not doing social media, which is really, really hard because I have this, like, what is that when like you're missing out, fear of missing out, FOMO? FOMO. Yeah, that happens a lot. And like, am I doing the right thing not being on social media? Because so many people have grown their businesses with social media. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's scary. So what questions do you have? I'm done. That was less than 15 minutes, by the way. That was great. You still have two minutes of talk time if you need it. Oh, the planners. So I did buy a planner this year, but geez, every time I buy these planners, I like, they're so cute, <laughs> but I never use them. I have a problem with that too. And the reason that the full focus planner is so great is because it has this section where it's like your daily big three. So you put what three things are you going to accomplish today um, that are going to move the needle in your business. And so you pick the three top things that you want to do that day. Um, And so I, I like that. And then there's like a spot for other tasks. There's a spot to plan your day, like each hour of the day. Um, there's like a goal setting section in the beginning, which is really cool. So I don't know of all the planners I've ever used, the full focus planner has been the most useful to me, but I'm not using one this year. I love that. Thanks for sharing all of that. I mean, you pretty much answered my biggest question, which was just, how are you planning your year? And it sounds like the biggest thing is batch planning those blog posts and getting your ideas from that chat GBT. Is it GPT? GBT? Chat GPT. Yeah. Well, and not like using it to write my blog post because no, like helping plan the topics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really full of great ideas, you know, and you just can kind of tweak what and get inspiration from it. So what about you? How how have you planned your entire year or what how do you plan these things in your business as a full-time teacher? How do you even make time for it? Yeah, it's kind of impossible as a full-time teacher, I think. And I used to. I used to get all the planners and do all the things, but I think I've really been focusing on my feelings more and like how I want to feel rather than the goals I want to achieve. And so I did 
treat myself with one planner this year because I tend to overbuy planners and then they just stay empty. And then I throw them away about four years later. <laughs> but I did treat myself with a planner. Uh, I was looking around for one. This is called the Freedom Mastery Planner. It's kind of cool. Maybe you could see it a little bit. It looks very it's like leather, has these cool golden uh, moons and eyeballs and stars. Well, can I just say, if anyone wants to see what we're doing, check out our YouTube channel, Wacky Teacherpreneurs Tell All. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great. Um, that's one thing I like about the YouTube channel is you can actually see little things that we bring up and stuff. So yeah, I got this uh, manifestation planner and it's more about living a positive life. So the first page, it says my life's vision statement, how I would love my life to be. And then my mission statement, how I want to contribute to the world. And that's kind of how the whole planner starts. And then there's like a law of attraction roadmap, which is kind of cool. And then there are these little affirmations for like different feelings that you're having. So like if you're feeling depressed, angry, blame, uh, frustration, hope, enthusiasm, or bliss, like no matter what you're feeling, it gives you affirmations to tell yourself to like go to the next emotional vibration level. I know that's really woo-woo, but you know all that, that stuff. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, and then there's, like, action steps for self-care, giving back, and even entertainment, which is great. Um, and it's just everything's about trying to move your mood to the next level, right? Like, you can't just fix things overnight, but if you focus on your mood each day, you could ultimately change your life, and you could be happier, so there's all these uh, questions for awareness and self-discovery and how to craft your vision and mission statement, creating harmony on all levels of your life. So there's like you plan your life goals, uh, spiritual, health, family, money, fun and recreation, career and business, relationships and personal growth. And there's all these areas that you kind of like you start making goals in those areas um, and then there's in each one of those areas, there's like a little roadmap where it says, like, say you pick relationships. Where am I now? Where am I going? How do I get to where I want to be? <laughs> and there's just like, there's a million little things like that. So I decided to get a planner like this. And there's also like a, they have monthly, like blank goal planners, just like what you'd see. Um, and then they have weekly ones, like my goal of the week is, and then each day, you pick uh, a priority, like up to three priorities that you write at the top of your day. Like these are my three priorities. And it just sort of gently reminds you like, listen, there's more, there's more than just business and money or personal goals. Like there's other parts of your life that you should be focused on. If you want to be happy, if you want to have a harmonious life. And so that's something that I kind of, that, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I've only worked through a couple of the exercises. I'm nervous to start writing in it because it's some pretty deep stuff, right? And I feel like, oh, once you put deep stuff on paper, then things get real, right? Um, and then there's a little reflection each month. Um, was I in harmony? And you rate all those areas of your life on a scale of zero to 10. So like, 
How did I feel with my career? How was my attitude this month? How was my social life? How is my, how are my relationships doing? How do I feel about my family, my health, my personal goals and financial goals? And then you can kind of like fill in and you can celebrate your achievements. What did you learn this month? What were your mental blocks and fears this month? Like what kept popping up in your head that might've like prevented you from doing better? Um, How did you make yourself feel good? What didn't happen for you and why? So I was like, oh, that's pretty deep, right? (laughs) Like, those are the things I don't like thinking about. But like, it might be beneficial to put those things on paper, right? Like, because you always have secret goals and dreams and ambitions. And then sometimes they don't really happen. And you you just kind of gloss over them. Maybe you want to go to the next thing and or just try better next month. And you don't really look at the why, like what happened. So yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, there's a, there's a lot about gratitude, the people who are five people I learned from and who inspired me this month. And so I thought that was great. I listened to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of blog posts. And so there's probably a lot of people I forget about each month. So I think it's going to be really cool to have something like this. And that's kind of a, that's my focus is focusing more on feelings than business goals. Just because I, I think the overall idea of life is that you're more happy. You're a happy person and that you're, you stop and you can like live in the moment and not be thinking of what comes next. And that's the hardest. I think that's the really hard part. And so Anyway, while thinking about this, I did start analyzing my business and I was looking at numbers and because I have two businesses, I have a TPT store and then I have my wood crafting business. And really the last year and a half, I put all of my time and effort into my wood crafting business, but looking at it, it does not make me happy. It's caused strife in all my relationships it's very stressful and I do not make any money on it compared to my teachers pay teachers business. I probably make three or four times the money on my TPT store when I look at that compared to my uh, woodcrafting business. So that's uh, something that I'm really looking at this year. I'm looking at, okay, I did look at the data. I looked at the numbers the woodcrafting business, even though I thought it was something I wanted and I put a lot into it and I've invested a ton of money into it. Maybe it's not really going to get me to that end goal of just like, wow, I'm living in the moment. I'm feeling so happy. I'm not like on to the next thing or what's coming next. I'm just like at peace with where I am. And I think that's my ultimate goal in life is just to be like, wow, this is exactly, I'm where I want to be. I'm doing what I want with who I want and I'm feeling happy and good. And is the woodcrafting business going to get me there? No, I've decided it's not going to get me there. So that's, uh, that's, that's kind of what I, what I do. And then this, this uh, planner, it does focus on the smaller chunks too, like the 90 day chunks, like you're talking about, like the quarterly chunks, smaller chunks than a whole year, which is another thing I kind of want to focus on just kind of, instead of setting these pie in the sky goals for myself, I need to slow down and go with like daily and weekly goals because, you know, what do they say? The years are the years are, uh, or the day, the days are long, but the years are short and the years do fly by, don't they? They go really fast, but the days, sometimes they just feel like, oh, 
they're you're just sludging along and you know but that's where the work that's where the work happens so that is that is my what do you what do you think of all all that i love it i love i love 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 it i think that what you said is so valuable because it's so true as an entrepreneur we get so busy and and we forget our bodies and our feelings and really that's our life you know and i think that's kind of the dangerous part about being an entrepreneur and being a teacher and to be a teacher and an entrepreneur at the same time it's crazy i mean you can feel like i love this it's so and and it's almost like a you get a hit of dopamine right like adrenaline 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 when you make money and when you accomplish something and i'm definitely kind of an adrenaline junkie and i think that's part of being adhd did you know that people with adhd have low dopamine levels like they're lower than most people's brain like there's actually a brain difference chemically and i've seen a functional medicine doctor who said you have abnormal levels of dopamine like and serotonin and so my business is kind of a source of happiness but when i overwork we all know like when we overwork it's not healthy and you end up doing really unhealthy things and adding like your adrenals get messed up and and you know you might overeat like that's what i would do i would you know to keep working i would just like eat and eat and eat right and like it's i don't know i think a lot of entrepreneurs um you could need to be careful about about this stuff and that's why meditation is so powerful and yoga and like going on walks and being in nature and pets and yeah really kind of cultivating space away from your business and so that you can pay attention to your feelings and your body because a lot of us don't so yeah and then like what is the ultimate why is it something is it an amount of money or is it a something you want to buy is that a good ultimate why or should it really be being happy and feeling peaceful like should your why be stuff physical things that you can't take with you anyway when you die right (laughs) like should your why always be attached to something financial or should it be a feeling and that's kind of where I am and I've been thinking is this like a midlife crisis Because I am now in my 40s. I'm like, uh, like, what's going on with me? Like, it always used to be, you know, the next house or the next thing I wanted to buy, the next place I wanted to go. And now I'm just like, what, what does it even matter? You know, like, what, like, it should be more about my feelings each day. And if my feelings are not on point, and they're not, they're not like a high vibration, I'm not feeling really good and happy. What is the point? of doing the daily grind. Yeah, well, I what I've noticed being home, I, I, I bet many people notice this during the pandemic, being home all day with yourself, um, is that my emotions, I don't know if this is everyone, I, I know it's not everyone, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person. And I know you are too. And so my emotions, like I can be like euphoric, 
one minute and I'm not like bipolar or anything, but I feel like maybe I have like a tendency towards that. And then like, you know, five minutes later, I'm just frantically, you know, or I like feel like crying or so like my emotions are, and I've definitely paid a lot of attention to this stuff because I study mindfulness and I'm about to start a two-year program to become a mindfulness meditation teacher. And so I think it's more about kind of noticing and accepting what's happening rather than trying to reach for happiness, you know, like, wow, I'm really agitated right now. (laughs) This is what agitation feels like, or I'm really triggered, or I'm really annoyed at my friend for what she said, like, you know, and just noticing it, not you, Jess, I'm thinking of someone else that said something recently about something that I do as a parent. And I felt I always feel judged. Anyways, we're totally going off topic. But like, I I do think that's a really great goal to start to cultivate kind of more of like a mindfulness practice where you're noticing like how you feel. Yeah. And that's why I kind of like my new planner because it has this, like it has the different vibration levels. So you kind of just go to what you're feeling in the moment. And then it has like these affirmations, things that could make you feel better. Like if you're already feeling good, things that'll make you feel even even more good, right? But if you're feeling kind of eh, frustrated or or you're kind of mad about something, it gives you some things to kind of just bump you to the next level and make you make those things not only make sense and you're recognizing them, but like you're also being positive to yourself with those yeah. positive affirmations. So I do, I do kind of like that because I, I agree. It's not all about just tra- finding happiness because even people that seem happy are, you know, they say like the happiest looking people in the world have the highest chances of hurting themselves someday. Right. Like they seem so happy. That doesn't necessarily mean that people are because life isn't just about this pinnacle of finding happiness, but I do think it's kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes I think, am I chasing stuff? Am I chasing money? Or am I chasing like an overall well-being? Like overall, like feeling good, I guess. Good. Like our backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, like our backgrounds. I think I this love was an amazing that. episode though. I think this was a good one. So Me thank too. you for sharing your yearly plans. You too. You've really inspired me today. You as well. Namaste. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.